Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of Dust Brew. I'm your cordial host, Dust Brew. As always, folks, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dust Brew Live. Please reach out to me, message me about, you know, your thoughts about my thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, etc. Please follow me there and interact with me. What is that sound? Ad read incoming. Ad read incoming. This podcast is brought to you by Andrew Burge's Instagram. Andrew Burge's Instagram is the go-to place for blistering hot takes such as Trump raped several women and Jerry Falwell is a cuck. Paired with a video of the artist ripping the clothes off his body. High art! Or you could enjoy a 9 second video of carefully created static. Most of it is just moody aesthetic garbage. But that's kind of the fun of it. Some of it is just weird thirst traps. Like what is a picture of the artist lying on a hotel bed with his shirt unbuttoned supposed to evoke? Why is this picture captioned church on Wednesday? Who is he doing this for? In between the frivolities, we get to work and advocate for some important change here in our community. Maybe you'd like to come along for the ride. Andrew Burge's Instagram is the place for the new, new. Andrew Burge's Instagram is at Andrew Coates Burge. That is A-N-D-R-E-W-C-O-A-T-E-S-B-U-R-D-G-E. Please check it out. Beep, beep, beep. Ad read over. <sighs> How are you guys doing today? You doing good? You feeling good? You feeling bad? Is the state of the world got you in despair? Well, I'm here for you, folks. And if you're if you're in need of a laugh, if you're in need of a in, of a break from the absolute existential psychosis you've been suffering for the past year two years, ten years, your whole life, however long you've had this existential psychosis, matters little to me. What matters to me is that you can have a laugh, that you can relax, and you can enjoy something. And you can enjoy this. Uh, Because let me tell you right now, this is something you can enjoy. It's so easy for me to change assets. It's not even hard for me. It's very easy for me to change accents. Some call me a master of accents. But I like to think it's not that hard, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's pretty easy for me to do accents. To be honest with you, mate. I mean, what are we doing, Tommy? Mr. Shelby? We are the Peaky Blinders. See, I always slip into that Birmingham, that Birmingham accent. The freaking Manchester boys. I know. 
I know, I know, I know. Okay, I know. Manchester and Birmingham are not the same place in England. They're totally different cultures. I know. But I just, you know, I just love the show Peaky Blinders. And, you know, they all have those thick accents. So it's kind of fun to imitate. Domei, Domei. That's Arthur. He's the middle child. Domei, Domei. Domei, we, we are the Peaky Blinders by order of the Peaky Blinders. Domei, what are we going to do with these? Nobody treats us like this. Nobody treats us like this. Anyways, everyone's doing good. You're safe. You're warm. You know, shout out to those people in Texas. I mean, it's no joke, man. I really do feel bad for them. And uh, I'm sorry to hear that there's millions without power. You know, I hope I hope the state can get things figured out soon. So shout out, you know, bless up. Everybody in Texas. So I was thinking about, you know, the kind of clothes we wear, right? Because, you know, for some people, what they wear is a second, a secondary thought. You know, they wake up early in the morning, they're groggy, they're half asleep, and they just kind of shuffle into some, some sort of so anything to cover up their, you know, their their nude bodies because obviously we can't walk around without clothes on because it's unacceptable culturally. Tell me why it's unacceptable culturally. Because it's shameful to be nude. Is that so? Do you shower with clothes on? No. Were you born with clothes on? I didn't think so. The only reason that we disallow nudity is because we have shamed it into being shameful. There is no inherent shame in nudity, but we have made it so. And that's what I call societal indoctrination, folks. We have indoctrinated our neighbors, friends, family, and ourselves into believing that it is shameful. To have a body. But it is not. Why isn't it? Why is it not, Dusty? Well, let me think about it. Uh, It's this weird thing where, like, every single human being on the planet has a similar body, right? So how can it be so weird to have a body? How can that be weird, man? I mean, that shouldn't be weird at all, right? Right. (laughs) Isn't it funny when you're talking by yourself and... When you ask if if what you're saying is right, you just reply to yourself and you say, right. I mean, isn't that isn't that the case? Right. 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 But I digress. So people put on clothes and clothes. Man, I'm I I, 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 I must have went to public school, man. I just said clothes, or maybe that's how everybody says it. Clothes, no th, right? Clo- clothes, clothes. Do you know anybody who actually says clothes like with the th, like a hard th? Clothes, like when I put on clothes. 
close. Somebody message me. Tell me if you actually say the TH in close. Because I bet you don't. It's unnatural. It feels gross. Clothes. Like, what is that? Clothes. It's disgusting. It's pretentious. It's, I mean, you're a bourgeois pig if you say the TH in clothes. I mean, you disgust me. You revile me. I want to, I want to induce vomiting when I look at you. You're nothing but trailer trash. You're garbage. You're lower than, you're lower than the ground. I mean, ugh, 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 ugh. Pardon my push a T. Ugh. <sighs> Clothes. They, they, you know, they, they define some of us, right? Some, some of us out there, and you know who you are. Your outfit is an expression of your total being. Like, it really, truly encapsulates who you are, what you believe, you know, how you view the world. And it, it does it in a meaningful way, at least for you and for, you know, the people that, that see your clothes, that see your outfits. But I, I, I feel that there's a group out there, there's a group of us humans here who understand the impact of their closing their see i can't even say it now you got me all twisted there's people out there who understand the impact of what they wear yet they continue to wear it though they know the association that people have with it of course you already know what i'm talking about it's vineyard vines that's right folks vineyard vines have you ever seen a person specifically a dude in vineyard vines shirts that is not also wearing khaki shorts yes or yes if you wear a vineyard vines t-shirt and you're not wearing khaki shorts you cannot be processed by a normal human mind if there is someone out there who wears who wears Vineyard Vines shirts, Vineyard Vines hats, and is not a frat bro, please tell me, because they do not exist. And when you tell me, I will say, this is not correct. You look at me and you say, well, I know somebody who doesn't, I know somebody who wears Vineyard Vines with jeans and, and you know, uh, who's not a frat boy? Who's not a frat bro? Wrong. The only people that wear Vineyard Vines are frat bros, frat boys, or the retired version of either. If you are a 35-year-old man and you wear Vineyard Vines shirts and khaki shorts, you are clinging to youth, which is slowly but surely fading from your soul. You are not young. Not saying that you are old, but you are not young. Stop clinging to your youth or you will suffer. As your body deteriorates, you have horrific body dysmorphia because you think you're young and of course you're not. You may think you're young, but you're just a thought out. No. But, um... 
Yeah, I mean, it's impossible. Tell me who wears Vineyard Vines who is not a frat boy or retired frat boy. Tell me who. You cannot. And I think it's important to understand that if you wear Vineyard Vines, you are subtly, subtly, connecting yourself to the associated parts of the culture of the frat boy. Even if you do not feel like a frat boy, you are not in a fraternity. You do not act like a frat boy. In effect, to those who don't know you, you are a frat boy. Now, this is okay. Everybody makes snap judgments about everybody else. And, you know, unfortunately for you, They are making a snap judgment about you because you wear vineyard vines. Now, I'm not telling you to stop wearing vineyard vines. In fact, I don't care what you wear, actually. I I truly do not care what you actually wear. But I would like for you to understand the cultural context behind what you are wearing. Now, Vineyard Vines was founded in 1998 in Martha's Vineyard, right? So 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 what do we think you know the target demo is for a company that was founded in, you know, the vacation haven of the bourgeois class, of the ruling class. Like who wears these clothes? Would it be a the preppy sons of said ruling class? Would it be B uh, let's see, a migrant worker's children. Or C, a church-going family who lives in the Atlanta suburbs. Of course we know the answer is A. Prep school frat boys dominate the Vineyard Vines game. And I don't think the founders are upset about this. Because if, if if you're already living in Martha's Vineyard and you found a company, of course you have no problem with all your neighbor's kids wearing said clothing. It just makes sense. I mean, it just makes sense, guys. This is simple market market research. But I think I think what we can gather from all these clues is that Vineyard Vines, and I'm going to take a breath here. I'm going to pause because I think I want everybody who's listening to know that this is truth and know and listen intently. And 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 because this is like this is really impactful what I'm about to say. This is quite a declaration I'm about to make. So if you're ready and I think you are and I hope you are and I pray that you are. Please, please, please listen closely. To the declaration that I'm about to make. Because nobody's brave enough to make this declaration. I'm just going to tell you that right now. A lot of people on the internet think they're brave. They're not. I'm brave. Okay. Because I make declarations like this. Okay. You go. What about. What about the people. You know. Coming out. On the internet. And facing all the hate from it. Stop. I'm brave. For what I'm about to say to you right now, it takes the utmost amount of courage, which of course I have. Of course I have. Of course I have. I do indeed have it. 
in spades. But I just want you to understand the gravity of what's occurring right now. And I've, I've, I've gone on long enough. It's too much. It's enough already. I'm just going to say it. Vineyards Vines has the whited. Let me start over because I messed it up. And this is what happens when it's live, baby. This is show business, baby. We're live, baby. This is show business. Let me say it one more time for you. Vineyard Vines is the whitest company on the planet. Let that sink in, please. Please let it sink into your brains. Vineyard Vines is the whitest company on the planet. Not only who works there, but who buys their products. If I were to research their demographics, which I will not do, because I have something called a life. If I were to look into the said demographics, I believe I would discover quite a striking data set. If I had to guess, I would say we're in the neighborhood of 85 to 90% white. White. H-W-I-T-E. White. Okay. White, 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 white. Walter White. That is the demographic who buys Vineyard Vines. And trust me, folks, I know because I went to a little school you may have heard of called Penn State, right? Another criminally white institution. I say criminally because of the whole Sandusky thing, which I do not need to go into because you all already know about it. That's all I can say to that. So it makes sense that Penn State and Vineyard Vines have a beautiful symbiotic relationship because they are the same. Majority white, a lot of preppy, rich families, young people who just like to have fun and have a few brews with their bros. Pop on that Vineyard Vines tee, that backwards cap, those khaki shorts, and those Sperry shoes. And they are off to the races. They are off to the racist. I mean races. Now, I, I also want to make clear that I am not condemning these people or these companies or these institutions. There are many, many, many examples of cultural hegemony. Is that how you say that word? Is it hegemony? Is it hegemony or is it hegemony? Or is it hegemony? Or is it hegem- hegemony? I think it's hegemony, but I can't say for certain. Somebody tell me, somebody in a message, try to describe to me how to say it. Don't send me any audio. Just send me a text, like a a text where you describe how to say the word. Because that in itself is a challenge. But I'm pretty sure it's hegemony. 
or maybe hegemony because I, I think it's hegemonic like as a descriptor anyways I don't have a problem with a hege- hegemonic structure because there are many places that have those and it, you know it applies to all cultures all races all nationalities I was I'm just merely pointing it out so you can think upon it use that that there brain in your head and go well that's interesting I think you're right of course you think I'm right because I'm right and don't you love it when you hear somebody talk who's right oh man the authority they have the authority people have who are right about stuff and Obviously, I literally have no clue because I literally just start talking and I don't even know where I'm going half the time. But isn't that fun? Isn't that the fun of it? Are we having fun? Yes. Please say yes. Yes, of course we're having fun. Tell me we're having fun. We're having fun. Yes, we are. We're having lots of fun right now. In fact, we're having so much fun, I can't stop talking about how much fun we're having. But I will. Because then we'll stop having fun if I keep talking about the fun we're having. I got to chill out, man. I'm going too fast. I'm exhausted. So you have the Vineyard Vines demos, right? And why is it that let's so let's picture we're filming a scene, right? It's a tight close up on our character. He's got the backwards cap, white skin. Boom, there's that bright pink Vineyard Vine shirt. Boom, pans down, keeps panning down. There's those khaki shorts. Boom, pans down. Then there's those pale pale legs, 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 pale legs. Whoop! Jackpot. What do we have on those feet? If you said socks, you better just shut this podcast off right now. Because guess what? You'd be wrong. You'd be wrong. Wrong. You know why? Because they be wearing Sperry's. Sperry's, Sperry's, Extraordinaries. And guess what kind of Sperry's? These are not church shoe Sperry's. These are not sneaker Sperry's. These are boat shoes. That's right, guys. I'm talking about the Sperry's boat shoes. The slip-on kind that you don't need to wear socks with. You don't have to wear socks with them. So you got you got this perfect frat boy getup. The vineyard, the spare, that's short for Sperry. The pale legs, the khaki shorts. I mean, you got the whole thing put together beautifully. A beautifully. And it, it, it forms a perfect picture of that human being and describes potentially who they are, right? Because, you know, sometimes it's hard to know who people are. And, you know, especially in these times, I think we all yearn for knowing who people are really. Not who they claim to be or who... You might think they are just by, you know, looking at them from afar or looking at who they are on the Internet or from a distance. But who they really are, you know, like their convictions, their desires, 
you know, their likes, their dislikes? What makes them tick? You know, what, what drives them to get out of bed in the morning? You know, what keeps them up at night? These are the questions we want to have answers to. And these are the people we want to know. So I think, you know, it's not a bad thing to have a new perspective, to to look at what somebody's doing, what somebody's wearing, and be able to guess an idea about who they are as a human. And I think that clothing can really help us do that. And I, I don't think it's a bad idea to consciously decide who you're going to be based on what you wear. Now, obviously, I'm not speaking to people who really don't care. And I honestly, as some, some, you know, will put me on blast for this because I'm hardly a thoughtful wearer of clothes. I mean, a lot of my friends will tell me I have no style and no fashion, which is pretty much correct. But that in and of itself is a choice, right? It's a choice of who you are. And for that reason, I won't apologize for it. I won't apologize for it because that's who I am and that's who I'm going to be, right? Now, there may come a time in my life where I decide that's not who I want to be anymore. And when that time comes, I'll make a change. I'll wear something, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, put, I'll, I'll choose a different aesthetic for myself. But for now, I'm okay with what I'm doing. That's really what I want for you guys. I just want you to be okay with what you're doing. And I mean that in the broadest sense possible. Just be okay with what you're doing, right? Because oftentimes we're not okay with what we're doing. So I'd like you all to be okay with what you are doing. Can you do that for me? Can you just be who you are and just just do it, man? Just get it done, player. That's all I'm that's all I'm asking. Just make it happen, player. Just make it happen. If you don't want to do it for me, do it for yourself because you deserve it. You deserve, you deserve. I can't sing. I'll get sued. Just kidding. Nobody listens to this. Anywho, as always, folks, I like to end my podcast with a brief story from my life. And I was thinking about, you know, the other day about what I could call this section because it's starting to become a trend and I think I'm going to make it permanent. I think we'll just call it Story Brew, which is really just a shortening of story time with Dust Brew. Story Brew. Now for another selection from Story Brew. So, some of you might know this, some of you might not, but I grew up in a pretty rural area. And for that reason, I've had pretty diverse experiences. Now, what I mean by that is I've had a lot of I've had a lot of different people come and go in my life from all different walks of life and all different cultures, ethnicities, you know, backgrounds, all of these different things I've had the pleasure of running into. And I've also had the pleasure of experiencing nature pretty much unbridled. 
you know, I, I've, I've been lucky enough to, I can walk out my door and boom, I'm in nature. I'm in this untouched, untouched place. Humans haven't, you know, haven't clear cut for, for housing developments or a new supermarket, just a place to clear my mind. Right. And I, I, I really enjoy that. And I like, you know, I like taking walks. And I like, I like taking, going hiking with people. And, you know, I had the chance recently to go on a beautiful hike. It was, it was probably somewhere between 30 and 60 degrees. I'm going to say like 35, 40 degrees. So I went to this really beautiful hiking trail and it was a very tough hiking trail too. And I'm not, I'm somebody who likes to hike, but I like to take a leisurely hike because we all know those people who take serious, like real serious hikes, right? Like real serious. And I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy at all. I like a leisurely hike. I like to have fun and just listen to the birds chirp, watch the squirrels and just kind of just saunter my way through the trail. (laughs) Oh, not today, buddy. Not on this day. Uphill, rocky. There were some icy parts, so we had to watch our step. Steep at points. Just a real grind, man. Just a real grind. And I'm telling you, it didn't it didn't make me uh I was I was winded. I was ready to be done after we finished the hike. I mean, and this was two and a half miles each way, so Five miles, you know, grand total for a guy like me who doesn't really do it that often. Whew, that was a difficult journey. But I think there's something important about doing something really difficult, right? Because, you know, I could have went to, you know, a lot of these trails that I know already, which are pretty flat, not that steep, just a leisurely walk, right? But no, I, 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 I thought it was important to to really get out there and 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 hike and, you know, and and be in touch with nature. Right. So that's what I did. And really push myself, you know, I really did. And I'm proud of myself for that. And while I was on the hike, you know breathing real heavy I mean it's like you know when you walk into class you know you and it's on the third floor of the building and you have to walk in and pretend you're not like horribly out of breath that's pretty much what I did the whole time just sucking in cold air and just you know where you're just like trying to hold in how out of breath you are I mean that's so funny and like so many people do it and you can tell but it's really funny when it happens and so as I was doing that, as we're going up this steep incline, you know, I hear some people chattering. I hear this chatter, this, yeah, it was like talking, but incoherent. Like I couldn't understand it. Right. And so, you know, we keep pressing on and it gets louder and louder. Like we're approaching it or it's approaching us. I couldn't tell. And just kept getting louder and louder and louder. And then all of a sudden I see, you know, just 
up over this beautiful ridge, I just see out of the corner of my eye just a splash of pink. Just a little splash of pink. And then another splash of pink. And then another splash. Splash, 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 splash. Till it becomes a beautiful canvas of pink blotting out the whole forest, right? And as we get closer, the noise starts to clear. It starts to clear itself up like you're like when you're on a static radio station and you finally find a clear channel. It clears itself up. And I hear the sounds of the frat bro. Yeah, dude. You know, I was watching. Tom Brady, he's like my favorite QB of all time, you know. You know, I really love him. He has great hustle. He's a great team player, team leader. I just love the guy. And then another guy chimes in. Really, man? Dude, I love Big Russ, Danger Russ Wilson. I mean, who's going to stop my mans up in Seattle? He's killing the game right now. You know what I mean? I mean, DK Metcalf, what a beast that dude is, right? So I just hear this, this cacophony of conversation. And I also see this just massive amount of pink. And I thought to myself, am I just seeing things? Or are they all dressed pretty much the same? Vineyard vines, folks. They were all wearing vineyard vines. It was like I was at a vineyard vines trade show. Vineyard vines here, vineyard vines there. Oh, yours is pink? Oh, mine is pink. Oh, what kind of shorts you got on? Oh, khaki shorts? And now at this point in the story, you think, why would they be wearing khaki shorts in 40-degree weather? Exactly. They're wearing vineyard vines. Stop asking so many questions. So there's this great herd of vineyard vines frat bros. They're just walking down the trail as we're walking up and they're just making conversation. They're not even looking back because, you know, the trail's kind of tight. So they're all sort of marching in, in perfect lockstep. And they're looking behind at the next guy talking, but they're not even looking at each other. They're just sort of talking and the next guy's talking and the next guy's talking. It's almost like they forgot they, they need a second person to have a conversation. It's like each one is actually having a conversation with himself, but he he's like he thinks he's having a conversation with somebody else. He just forgot about the other person, right? Like that's what it felt like. So, you know, they walk past us. It's like a it's literally like a Vineyard Vines army, right? And you know, we just keep going. They're going down, we go up and Eventually, it turns back into a muddled mess of noise rather than something clear. It gets quieter and quieter and quieter, and it just it just finally fades out. And, you know, I just, just I kind of smiled, you know. I just kind of stood there for a second, took a break. And I just kind of smiled, man, and I looked back, looked back where they were going, and I, I just kind of chuckled. I just laughed to myself, and I thought, Man, I love being alive. So next time you see somebody wearing vineyard vines, just think of me. Think of your cordial host, Dustbrew, and think of my thoughts. Peace out, buddy boy. Oop.